see a few people out there, and this is awesome. Today is the yeah. question and answer. I know. I'm really excited. I'm excited that the tech worked. Hello, everybody yeah, out there that's up? watching. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited that we, I remember to hit record. Oh, that's always good. Praise always God. good. You know, when you're doing tech for the first <laughs> time, it's it's kind of a, we're sitting here like, oh, is it going to go? Is it going to go? And it is. And it's awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yes. I just want to say thank you to um, everyone who listens, who comes on and, and, and tells us, you know, hey, man, I listened the other day. It's, it's really cool. Man, I, I got something out of it. I gleaned something. Or just said they enjoyed it. You know, there's a lot of people out there who just need understanding. You know, I remember when I first came to Christ, it was it was like, wait, sanctification, justification, glorification. Um, what, what? Right. But, you know, as you learn over time, it, it comes around. But it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I like the idea of having just a down to earth podcast that still remembers to incorporate the word the whole time without, like you said, getting so high up there that you have to have been in the faith a long time before you're going to understand what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. So thank you to all of the people who submitted questions. We have, at first we were scared because we were like, we have no questions. Then we got like a lot many. of questions. <laughs> what we're going to do, how this is going to work. We're going to answer all the questions here. If you are tuning in, you are watching something that will never be able to be watched again because it won't be up later. This is like just a moment with the pantry tribe. There might be some questions that don't make it into the final cut for the podcast episode. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. Yeah, you get the first question, so I will read it. Okay. It's actually a combination. It's actually a combination of questions that we got from several people. Several people want to know how we met and did we date or was it kind of like courting? And then did we know that we were who God meant for one another? Um, actually the way we met was, um, through church and it wasn't like we saw each other and it was like, Oh, that's it. There were some things that were going on. And so basically the way we learned each other was through Bible study. Yeah. We kind of said, Hey, well, dang, we understand one another. Um, from that moment on when things broke and it was like, what? Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) I wooed her. I just wanted, that wasn't the definition of courting. I wooed her. (laughs) (laughs) I was totally wooed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, wooed. so we, we kind of sat down and we, I guess, courting because it was planned. Right. It was like, you know what? If we're going to move forward in this, where do we want to be at the end of this? Um, we didn't just say, hey, let's just check it out, see if we like each other. We kind of knew each other. So we just moved forward from there. We were so both awesome. at a place where we were done trying things out to just try them out. Right. We really didn't want to, I don't want to say waste time, but waste time. We didn't want to label ourselves a couple if we weren't interested in marrying one another. Like, yeah, and you know, if, if no anyone point. knows my history, I was like, okay, look, it's either, you know, when we made that decision to date, it was, that was it. There, yeah, was, there was, was nothing much, forward in that. Yeah. Unless something grievous occurred, right. we were getting married. <laughs> All right. Does God expect an end date for our grief? How do we relate to others who are grieving parts of their stories, i.e. trauma, abuse, core family hurts, betrayals, Etc. When you look at all of the word, when God hears us, he hears all of our thoughts, right? He feels everything that we're feeling. He knows who he made and he knows what we're going to experience before we experience it. So he wants the best for us. He wants us to have that eternal kingdom mindset. He wants us to know and prioritize the truth above all things. And sometimes we are grieving because of worldly things we've put too much hope in. And it's not that he doesn't understand that he doesn't honor that. 
It's that he wants to guide us through to that next step, that next phase where it becomes a testimony. He wants to see he's the one who will give it an end date if we are walking with him. So it reminds me of the story of David when he and Bathsheba have a baby together, their first child, and the child passes away. And he was in such utter despair and grief and fasting while the baby was still alive. But when it passed on, he got up, he took a bath, he put on lotion and he went to the temple to praise the Lord. And can we all do that every single time? No. But why was he able to do all of that? Everybody was astounded and it was because of the Lord. So when we have the Lord, there can be a definitive end date for our grief. And he's not sitting there like you're taking too long to get over this. He's sitting there like, come to me and I will walk you through yeah, this storm. I think that's, that's a lot of it is that faithfulness in him, right? like trusting him. You, you said at the beginning of Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Yes. I, I, that was, you, yes. you all said it perfectly. I was right. like, oh, she said it. That, yes. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I was like, all my verses disappeared. Yeah. So I might have to record that in later, but awesome. hey, you good. did great. It's you covered good. it for me. Awesome. So the next question comes from Jasmine M who wants to know, how did you come to the faith? I think I'm gonna let you answer oh. up front on that. Okay. My, mine was, I mean, hey, I came in, uh, didn't have an upbringing in, in necessarily Christianity at the beginning. But it's kind of funny. It's it's amazing. Okay, here's one of those situations where it's like, is there an end point? Um, my parents uh, divorced and then all of a sudden it's like they end up in church. And so like, here I am. I'm like, okay, well. And so I was experiencing the faith then. But yeah. Right. And so I came into it there, but really came into it later in life. Y'all, he is truncating this story <laughs> so much. He's like, I'll it's no big stuff. deal. <laughs> so to truncate mine equally as much. <laughs> so I grew up in a home. I have I had little children's Bibles, but we didn't go to church. I think part of it was not wanting to go to the wrong church. And part of it was they would have picked different right churches. So what they did write is God was used in the house. Prayer was used in the house. You know, we had nativity scenes. So I was exposed to the story to a degree, but I didn't understand who Jesus was until college. Well, actually it was right after college. I realized the world was going downhill and the media that I love to consume was getting darker and darker to the point where I wasn't sitting comfy in it anymore. So I started looking into why and ended up reading the book of revelation. Go figure that would be the book that I read first, the ending. And so, so I, I read the book of revelation. I saw God's grace in it. I realized what Jesus had died for and why it mattered. And so I came to Christ on my sofa with the laptop open with the Lord. She comes to the faith through revelation. I'm just (laughs) going to put it out there. So how do I keep in tune with the Holy Spirit in my busy day to day? If you guys know my, my work environment, sometimes I feel so bombarded, but I'm like, okay, just Lord, take this Lord, take this. So breath prayers, um, staying in the word because when you're asking a question, when you're seeking answers, it's not always this voice that pops out of nowhere. Sometimes it's through something you're reading or a devotion. So um, if you go to 3125.com, Michelle wrote something. Why do I keep backsliding? Right. And there's an arrow and it has these big, these big wiggles. loops, big wiggles, <laughs> but then it goes to these little wiggles. And that's really where you want to be. We are in constant communication. And on that note, the second half kind of related questions is from Tabitha saying, what are some tips and tricks of balancing the chaos of parenting with staying committed in your community, your relationship with each other and your pursuit of truth? And so to add in, I've really made it to be intentional to guard my eye and ear gates and be very selective with what I let in in my busy day. So making a conscious effort to listen to more sermons and worship music focused on what I can actually 
accomplish in a day. You know, making sure I have a lot of Bible verse Instagram accounts that I'm following so that I get the verses that way. And we're going to touch on this in another question later that I read at least a little bit of the Bible every single day, making sure that that is like the first priority and knowing if God wants to be my first priority, he's going to honor that and help me carry on with watching our daughter and being your wife and being an entrepreneur. You know, he's not going to say, oh, well, you didn't put them first. So they're not, they're just going to fall apart on you. Instead, knowing that I'm putting him first, he's going to help me with what that costs me time-wise elsewhere. All right. This one comes from Kyler. What are some ways to reach out and spread the word of Christ while in quarantine? Podcast. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. You know, you got to share. I think that you just, God called us to be disciples. God called us to share the word of God. God called us to share the gospel. We need to find ways to do that, whether it's reaching out to your friend and say, hey, man, I just love you. I'm not saying that you have to throw a Bible verse at someone all the time, but you got to shine the light. You got to be that light. Right. And so there's name it, Instagram, texting, phone calls. And so, man, use that talent. Use that talent to, to put the word out there that God is good, that God is love, that God will lift you up. Right. Yeah, right. Some people think they're not a creative, so they don't know how to put it out. Well, borrow somebody else's. I see a lot of people do a great job with that. But also practice that boldness while we're all safely inside and go live and share something, you know? Okay. So the next question comes from Alicia. It says, you mentioned that you read scriptures together each year. I'd love to know how you do that. And since you sometimes read different versions, do you read separately and then come back together at some point each day to talk about it? I know that we have always chosen the same Bible study in the YouVersion Bible app called As It Happened. So the cool thing about that is it takes you through the whole Bible, but it orders the Bible chronologically. Proverbs and Psalms are kind of shuffled in there with First and Second Kings and the Chronicles. So sometimes he'll read it in one version. I'll read another. I like NLT a lot. But I, I read it different every year. Yeah. He's done Amplified. Amplified, New King James, uh, NLT, ESV. Right. Um, I think one year when I get better and more proficient, I'll go King James. <laughs> we'll see. One year. Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Greek. Yes. yes. But, uh, Hebrew and Greek. But yeah, to be honest, there's times where I get behind. Like right now I'm 15 days behind. But one thing that I heard two years ago, actually, when I was just beating myself up over it was, you know, if you're behind, it's okay. Just keep reading because God's going to honor the fact you want to and that you're trying and it's going to speak to you the same. Like I've actually been behind before and then it speaks to me better than if I had been on time because, you know, I'm 15 days behind there, but it fits the season I'm in and that works. But I make sure that I read the Bible every day, even if I'm not in that structured way. But, you know, the podcast helps us talk about it. I would say at least 50% of our conversations yeah, and I started are about memeing. the Bible. Like, I started memeing. He's memeing. So I'm like, I'm taking portions <laughs> that I'm reading and I'm like, oh, here's a picture. I want this. And, and she puts it together for me. She right. throws my name at the bottom. bottom humility. Well, he has the ideas. But it's cool. I just it's put cool. them together. It's cool. Yeah, that's how we, we do it. And it's not necessarily like we've set aside a certain time to talk about it. We've just gotten, we met over the fact we just nerd at over the Bible. Right, so right. that's, that's where. All right, hold on. Go. I got to do this. Okay. Do, 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 do. It's the lightning round. Except that song was like, oh, I don't it's know. The Look. Slow lightning round. Oh, but it's it? okay. Okay. No, well, it works. Perfect. Do, I like. Do, do, <laughs> 
to. Even slower, really? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you lightning said we had like round. a minute, so like whatever. Right. So the lightning round is courtesy of our awesome friend, D. White, yes. who submitted, I think, about a dozen questions. And some are the kind that we can answer really quick. Yeah. We're, we're each allowed to add an explanation to one of them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Strangest thing you've both eaten. Well, not really both. We picked different. Some monkey brain. Guacamole made with peas. Dream destination, vacation spot. Patagonia. Northern Canada. Like the really north, like the so north that the mountains are yellow and there's like reindeer north. All right. Favorite quality about each other? I said heart because you're beautiful. Thanks, Doug. I said your heart. Oh. Right. Because we're just cheese balls. But <laughs> but he, uh, day of our wedding, he spotted on his way through the grass, he sees a frog. And he's like, someone's going to step on this frog. And if a, and I, if this frog dies on our wedding day, Michelle's going to be so sad. And so he like, he's walking. And all of a sudden I see him running back and I'm like ducking behind the house so that he can't see me. And he grabs up this frog and then he runs it to the lake or to the pond and he throws the frog in. And so he saved a frog's life on oh. our wedding day. And that's just like the least of all the examples of how awesome he is. So anyway, give up music or TV for a month. TV. TV. A word or phrase people use that you just can't stand. I know. There's so many I can't stand. <laughs> but you got your one explanation. I think it's I know. Song that can always make you dance. Oh, see? I know it ain't holy, y'all, but that's not, I mean, it's And I don't it's listen to anything really anymore, so. His is, though, Danny Goki, okay? So, like, come on. A world in your hands. Oh, see, I could do this all day. Come on. All right, all right. But anyways, you get the just, the just, the uh, gist. The gist. The gist. This is what we normally do sometimes on the thing. We call it strike the gist. <laughs> That's why you can't watch this later, y'all. That's the real reason. All right. Childhood show you want to see come back. A-team with the old cast. It can't be a new cast. So weird on Disney Channel. Interesting. Yeah. All right. If you and Shay won $10,000, what would you do? Pay bills. Yeah, pretty much pay off debt so that we can give. Yeah, I mean, that's, our, that's our, goal. That's well, our I mean, goal. I mean, come on, it's not sounds, like, don't, don't take that light. We're trying to be out there, but. It's like, it's not a, if I won a million, it's 10,000. It's like, I would want to pay bills because I'm an adult now. Right. <laughs> I mean, I want to, I want to knock out debt. I mean, there's so, there's so many people that are in need and we really work that way. So anyways. Yeah. All right. Final lightning round question. What do you see yourself doing after retirement? (laughs) If y'all didn't know, she's 18 years younger. (laughs) So I'm hoping that the entrepreneur that is sitting across from me (laughs) combined with my retirement from the military (laughs) will give us enough sustainment that I can go into full-time ministry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, so you know, it, yeah. it's not like I have any pressure to succeed or anything. <laughs> um, so my retirement is good, by the way. It's okay. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I, I don't know. know after COVID in the stock market. <laughs> Ooh, the Lord is good. Oh yeah, okay. Amen. So, Praise God. Um, so me, um, all the things that I can't do right now, like stay up past nine thirty. <laughs> Thanks to Shay. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, travel. Drink yummy things like matcha all day 
buy a dog and let it live inside and sit on things because Shay says we have to have a non-shedding dog for it to do that. Right. So I'm waiting. I'm just waiting, guys. That's like the reason. That's so what's like what a retirement I dog that will be non-shedding? Because retirement doesn't mean I die. I know, <laughs> but I probably just will wait. <laughs> and then I'll cope She's with like, a dog. I'll wait till you die and then I'll get a dog. And stay up past 930. Praise okay? God. I have to cling to those things or I'll get yeah. sad. <laughs> so I know that was an explanation. Anyway. Anyways, okay. I know y'all having fun. Right. Okay. We are. I am. I am. I am. I, yeah. am. I don't know what's going to make it into the episode. So glad yeah, you guys cool. are here. <laughs> uh, Hi, everybody. <laughs> we love you guys. Okay. So oh, how has parenting changed your walk with God in general? Parenting Kalia has taught me so much about how God loves us. And it's allowed me to give more grace to myself because I'm very hard on myself. Shay knows. I've sat there, you know, ugly crying for not defrosting the chicken on time. And he did nothing. He said nothing. I just didn't do it on time and felt like a failure. Fast forward to now having Kalia and uh, the grace I give her and I'm imperfect, right? It, it astounds me. And I, I finally understand a little better how easy it is for God to forgive us, how much he loves us. And then I also see how I can best be his daughter by how Kalia behaves with me. Some of the examples have been when Kalia naps or something and she just wants some little part of her, like when she's eating dinner, she always wants to put her foot on my leg. She always, when she's just sitting, she wants a little part of her touching you. And that reminds me of how, no matter what I'm doing, I should always want a little bit of me touching him. And then, you know, if she falls sometimes, I can't panic and freak out. I have to let her do it. And I can't just pick her up and make everything right. I have to show her how to get up on her right. own. And that helps me in situations when life's hard and I don't know what to do. And you're tempted to say, God, why, God, why, why aren't you delivering me out of this? Why am I not being snatched up like Enoch? Why right. are you making a way <laughs> through the sea for me? You know, but it's because he wants to strengthen us, build us stronger in our faith and walk us with it, teach us th how to do it. You know, and it's not always he's just going to snatch you up, make everything right instantly. So, I mean, those are just some of the examples, but and it's our, been and a game our little changer. girl has it in her, too. I remember when she was yes. opening the little drawer. She has a little game controller in there and a fake one because she wants to play with my Xbox. Remember, what do I have? PlayStation. A PlayStation. Yeah, so we put a fake one in there so that she's like, oh, I got the real one. And uh, she pulls it open just like about an inch. And she gets her hand. She can't get out. She's like, ah! and she starts throwing this fit. And then she collapses on the ground and goes, ah! <laughs> and I just looked. I said, sweetie, just get up. Just get up. Open the drawer just a little bit more. And she's like, eh? She gets up and she opens a little bit more, takes out her game control and she's happy. But that's like God being there. Right. It's like that touch goes back to the spiritual. How do I stay connected spiritually? Right. I'm looking for that touch. Right. I'm looking for that, that, that together, that connectedness. So the next question, what is your quiet time like? Who's that for? Oh, that's for me. <laughs> oh, honestly, it's fit in, in different places now. Um, the bathroom, uh, the bathroom <laughs> at work during lunch. Um, so if y'all didn't know, I am in Bible college. Um, I take classes. I run a life group. I 
also work with a, a group in, in Kenya, JG Ministries. What else do I do? I mean, I just keep adding to that. Yeah. Um, it used to be I'd get up in the morning. Um, I'd wake up at 4.30. I'd get up. I'd have a couple hours to do my, you know, my d- devotion. And then I would study. Um, Kalia came along. She gets up now. Um, so I kind of just fit it in. Um, my quiet time is where I can find it. And it's okay. Um, so some of my papers are written at work at lunch. Um, but what do I do? Here's, here's my quiet time. How I get away from people. Earbuds. Because that gets me away from the noise um, and gets me away from distraction. And that way I can focus. On that note, with all those things you just listed, how do you know what God is calling you to do when it's not like a physical voice? Oh, even in the word, I like what Michelle said. She could be 15 days behind sometimes or sometimes she's right on time with her, her apps. But she said it. He's right on time. And so he speaks. He comes clearly. I'm not saying that it's a voice all the time, but let me tell you, and sometimes it's a feeling. I get drawn to somewhere. I get drawn to a verse. I get a thought in my head that says, look into this. And so, so it's not necessarily a physical voice of someone saying, Shay, hello. <laughs> although sometimes I feel noise, like, it, although sometimes I feel like that's what it is. It's like, Durr, hello, Shay. <laughs> come back. And I'm like, Oh yeah, no, yeah, that thanks, man. But a lot of times it's just because I am being open to his word, open to him and constantly like seeking and, and saying, Hey, come please talk to me. Yeah. Right. Sometimes for me, it's, I hear something that I don't necessarily want to hear because it's really hard. And that tells me because it, one, it's not sin. What's being said, you know, it's not telling me to go sin, but something like I'm really upset and in my head, I'm like, you could just get over it. God loves to say that right. it's a truth, right? right? But it's always important. Is it a sinful thing? Then he's not telling you right. there, there's no exception to that. Right. Is it, right. a, is it aligned with the word? It's safe to try right. it. You know right. what I mean? Um, all right. Is the soul our energy or is it our spirit? What's the difference between soul and spirit? When we accept Jesus into our hearts and our hearts become the Holy spirits dwelling, what happens to our own spirit? First, I just want to say (laughs) that there are many ideas to this in verses. Uh, You know, it cuts you deeper than two-edged sword, uh, separating the soul and the spirit, um, that kind of thing where there is a separation. So it makes me really believe that there's two. Um, There's your body, there's your soul, and there's your spirit. I'm going to leave it right there because I think that would need a deeper understanding. So I'm going to jump to the last question. Mm-hmm. because I think for time, right. otherwise it's going to be us really hammering this out in a podcast. Here we go. When we accept Jesus in our hearts and our hearts become the Holy Spirit's dwelling, what happens to our own spirit? You become alive. Plain and simple. You were dead to the, to the world. You received Jesus Christ. Now you're alive in Christ. Um, your spirit becomes alive. It's kind of cool. Like in Ephesians two, uh, one through six, before before Christ, we walked according to the world's ways, and after the principalities of the air, the adversarial spirit of Satan. That's what we walked after before Christ. I like how in in that same verse in Hebrews uh, two one through six, it says sons of right. Um, I didn't read the whole verse out. Look, I'm challenging y'all. Here you go. Is God speaking? Go out and read the verse. I'm gonna say it again. Ephesians two one through six. Um, sons of is a Hebrew way of saying those characterized by. Thus, the sons of disobedience are people who disobey. 
whether Christians or non-Christians. You can look at this in Matthew 16, 23, Luke 22, 31, 32, Acts 5, 3. When I, when I look at this, I say, okay, so we're alive. And then people think like, oh, well, I'm good. You know, I didn't, I'm never influenced. Wrong. But your spirit is secure. Your spirit is, is good, right? It's all of the other influences. Um, uh, soul is psyche. So that means that there's there's movement there, there's thinking there, there's there's the free will in there, you know. Um, and your flesh is your flesh. I mean, it's it's like we, we're drawn. It's our body. It's our it's our being. When we receive Jesus Christ, that spirit that was dead, that was completely influenced by the by the world, with no defense, with nothing to give, right, or to protect. Now we have the Holy Spirit. Our spirit has been brought alive. We are now protected. There's nothing that can go against us, right? He is always for us. God is never against us. He protects us. He stands in front of us or behind us. And so when we look at that question, it's like, what happens? We become alive. All right. What's the funniest thing you've done? So, (laughs) so I can't believe we're going to share this, but that's okay. Right. Right. We're going to PG this one. Um, but anyway, so we were, on first? Cause we, we laugh all the time. So finding the funniest thing we had to like really rack our because brain, we so. don't have anything that we really sit and remember. I was like, we're both kind of funny all the time instead of really funny sometimes. So remembering what has made us laugh is really hard. Right. So I was sitting there and I was like, okay, well this one, everyone else will find funny. So on our second honeymoon, right? Cause our first honeymoon was right after the wedding, just a few hours away. Second honeymoon was the one that everyone helped pay for to Nova Scotia. Not a lot of people up in Nova Scotia. Beaches everywhere. We had a rental car. It was like a SUV or whatever. Yeah. Decent size, big. Decent size. And so we realized there's not a lot of people. And there's not a, like we could have a part of the beach all to ourselves. We could have like a romantic evening on the beach. So and you can like drive your car right up to the beach in certain places. So we found like a little off cut, drove down it opened up the back so that we could hear the waves coming in. The romance. The romance. <laughs> and like about five minutes of having the back of that thing open. All over the place. And I'm like swatting thinking it's like one annoying mosquito. And then Shay says, no, there's another one. And then all of a sudden something bites me and I'm like, okay, wait. And so we turned the light on and the whole car is just swarmed with mosquitoes. And we're Romantic. like time over right so pretty much we were getting a blood transfusion <laughs> instead and so we so uh quickly wrapped funny. all that up and uh opened the windows drove really fast right, to try right. and get them out of the right. car it was, but it was, uh it was an experience <laughs> malika's like laughing a lot so anyway i hope that made uh, everybody laugh because you know right oh man but god was faithful yeah, we didn't have a lot of mosquito bites you good. know we good. reacted quick Final question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite scripture from the Bible and why? Oh, and why? Cool. And why? I like that. John 3, 30 through 35. Um, God must increase. I must decrease. I spent a lot of my life in pride. But I mean, you know, the army kind of builds you that way. It's like, right. yeah, you can do better. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like this constant pump up. Man, you're the best. You're good. Yeah, you're... And so you kind of get into that and when, when, and when you flip scenes and you come back to the church and it's like a whole different environment, I've got to, I've got to, I've, I've got to be less. I've got to be humble. I don't serve, you know, I serve people, but I'm serving God. And then through that serving is it's, it's a natural flow of being able to serve people. 
And that's what keeps me grounded out of judgments or when the judgments come in, I knock them down with who am I? Cause God is so much more. He must be more. So that's good. Mine is probably a quarter million people's favorite, but mine's Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. That verse has gotten me through so many times where I would question, why is this happening? You know, it was this game changer. I think he gave me that verse first because it has hardened me to a lot of things that the devil would love to use Mm. to trip me up that other people expect me to feel some sort of way about. And they're really surprised, you know, and I think we're actually going to have a podcast about caring as a Christian, because sometimes when you care as a Christian, people will look at you and think you don't care because you're not freaking out, but freaking out actually doesn't equate to care. Right. It equates to a lack of faith in that moment. Right. So I think that that is my biggest, best favorite verse. No, that's a, that's a go-to verse though. I like it. I like it. We said when we started this podcast, if one person listened, that'd be the point of all of this. Right. And then of course, being the marketer, I'm like, we have to have more than one, you know? So instantly I'm like taking control back from God. So, you know, God, I hear you, but thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Even if you haven't listened to all of them yet, that's fine. Look, you know me, I like hugs. So I'm hugging you virtually because like with COVID right now. Right. But hey, you know what? Here, praise God. Things are changing. We're getting into a new season. Yes. Um, man, we're going to come out of this because guess what? When we stay in God, we move with God and we get through things with God. Amen. Amen. Remember, season one is over. Season two starts in two weeks. We roll like that. But remember that you can still rate and review us on iTunes, on our Facebook page, on Podchaser, and visit us at thepantrypodcast.com with your prayer requests, with your comments, with your questions. We love hearing from you. Bye, guys. Bye.